Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. All right, folks, it's time for Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Week 12 of the NFL season, Thanksgiving week. So we're going to have a lot to talk about here on the show tonight. We are taping this earlier in the day, by the way. I know this is a late night, uh, Zach in the Nose, that's coming up tonight, but we are not live, so no text messages tonight. We'll just go through our show and do all of our nonsense, and uh, that's uh, kind of what we do here anyway, here on Zach and the Nose. But it wouldn't be Zach in the Nose without my partner in crime, The Nose. Follow him on Twitter, at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Nosey, happy Thanksgiving week to you, my man. The best week of the year. And we are thrilled to be here because we have a wonderful slate on Thursday. Yeah, we do have some good games. We actually have really good games on Thanksgiving Day. Sometimes we don't have that. But this week we do. But we're going to do all of our normal stuff that we have here on the show. We're going to get to the sniff test later on in the show. We're going to get to the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week as well. We got yes or no's coming. And you know what happens yes or no's on Halloween week and Thanksgiving week and stuff like that. Me and nose fight about food. So that's going to be fun later on in the program as well. But like nose said, this is one of the best weeks of the year because there are games all throughout the week starting on Thursday. This is a great time. Those we got Thanksgiving Day games, we got Sunday games, we got Sunday night football, we got Monday night football. This is a fun week of football. No bye weeks, right? So the last few weeks, few teams, less games, right? We so there is action from start to finish. Twelve thirty on Thursday. Everybody's focused in and look, normally the Lions play a muddy game versus like a Chicago. We have the Bills. I mean, not too bad right there. So from a fantasy angle, you get Josh Allen, you get Diggs, you get Davis, you get Singletary, maybe a little Knox. That's a full slate of fantasy action. On top of it, the Lions, for the first time we've been discussing, actually have offensive weapons. You have Swift. You have Williams. What do you do there? We'll get into that. And then, obviously, St. Brown and possibly Goff in a two-quarterback league. So we got a lot of action, Zach, on that first game. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, that's you're like you said, usually started off with that 1230 game, and it's a a boring one. It's kind of just get the house in order, make sure the people are coming over, make sure you get the appetizers out, maybe for Thanksgiving food, all that stuff. But, yeah, you actually got a sit-down game at 1230, so that's a, a lot of fun. But there are two other games that day as well, and to be honest with you, there's some. I mean, those are good matchups. We actually have three pretty good games here on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, we get Tony Pollard. Okay, that's the guy right now, right? Do we all watch what he did last week? Sure. We'll did. review that in, a, in momentarily. But uh, the Cowboys with C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott, obviously Tony Pollard, the new and uprising star in Dallas, and Zeke still scores touchdown. So. There's a lot of action in the game against a 7-3 Giants where in a two-quarterback league, Daniel Jones is starting in some leagues, but you have the best, still in my opinion, running back in the league in Saquon Barkley in that game. And the wide receivers are a little bit of a toss-up. Maybe Slayton if you're feeling a little lucky. But uh, overall, though, a 7-3 Giants versus a 7-3 Cowboys while we're eating that turkey, yes. bring it on. Yeah, it's that's so good. good. Right. And then the nightcapper. You know, listen, you got a nightcap game too. That's kind of the you're already on the couch or possibly almost falling asleep game. Or if you're in my house, that's kind of the time where everyone's kind of leaving at that point. And then you go and you get that other monster plate of food because you don't want to see everyone. Uh, you don't want everyone to see eating like, like a pig like I do on Thanksgiving. Uh, that's uh, Minnesota, New England, right? That's a good one. 
I mean, it's a good one if you're watching football, but the Patriots' offense in terms Duty. of fantasy, yeah, bad. not my favorite. Look, Stevenson, one of the true, I guess, before the season you didn't think this guy was going to do anything, really nice play here. Uh, maybe Jacoby Myers, but outside of that, the Patriots are not making me excited. The Vikings, on the other hand, we all know. you got Cousins, you got Cook. Uh, obviously, the wide receiver of Jeffer- uh, Jefferson's fantastic. So the question is, can you stay up for that game? Right, because right. The, here's the strategy. Okay, I cannot stay up for that game because I go nuts during my dinner. What I do is I hit record on that game. I'll get through half of that game. I'll wake up in the morning. My phone will not be touched. I'll hit play. And it'll be like live for me in the morning on Friday. And you know what? That's some really good Friday morning entertainment. All right. Of course. It's nice. It's an early Black Friday morning. And there's a lot of games, football games, by the way, college football on Friday too. So that's good. But it's not bad to start off with that second half. Hopefully it is a good game there on the night capper for Thanksgiving Day. And on more importantly, knows than those three games and, and everything going on on Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday down the stretch we come here for fantasy football. You are making your big, big push for the playoffs, trying to get in or solidify your spot in one of your leagues, in all of your leagues, whatever the case may be. What do we have, like three or four weeks left until we get into the playoffs, and the standings matter more than ever right now? Yeah, we have three weeks left for most leagues. Some leagues only start at the semifinals, which are now going to be in week 16. This is all confusing for me because – Weeks 14 through 16 were always drilled into my brain. Right. But now it's weeks 15 through 17 since they added a week 18. So most leagues have three weeks left to make that push to make the playoffs. And listen, it's never over till it's over. Ask our boy Mondo who started like 0-4 and and now is right in the race. So if you're still in this thing, this is the time to focus, enjoy it, and try to get in. And if you're in the top area... There is nothing more important in fantasy than getting a bye week. Right. Because in any week, man, we'll discuss that, man. Injuries happen, right? So, like, if you had Rondell Moore, which was last night, and you were down, like, a point, and he gets hurt on that first play and you lose, like, this is the variables of fantasy that you cannot control. So, getting a bye week is vital because you do not want those things to happen to you during that quarterfinals. So a week of uh, buy and keeping your players healthy means everything. So go get that bye week or go get in the playoffs. And if you're still listening to us and you're not going to make the playoffs, hey, that's what Daily Fantasy is for, okay? Get on that DraftKings and put in the team and enjoy your fantasy football. Absolutely. 100% there. No's got it right on the money there. All right. Before we get on to all the what happens or what should happen this week, let's get to what did happen last week in week 11 of the NFL season. No's, give me a couple of quarterbacks, wide receivers, uh, running backs, even tight ends that had pretty good weeks last week. Well, it's wild who the quarterback number one was last week. I mean, I could give you 100 guesses, and maybe you would get it because there's only 32 teams. But Jacoby Brissett, number one quarterback in week 11, 324 yards and three touchdowns. And right with him, Patty Mahomes and Joe Burrow, both with 329, 355 yards. Mahomes, three touchdowns. Burrow, four touchdowns. So those top flight guys got it done for you. But it's really the running back position that was very interesting. Tony Pollard, Zach, he is here. He is here. He has arisen. Okay. (laughs) 15 rushes, 80 yards, but forget about that. Six receptions, 109 yards, and two touchdowns, give or take 45 fantasy. And this is where, going back to getting your bye week, Joe Mixon goes in the first half. Samaj Pirine steps in with three touchdowns and 30 fantasy. And welcome to the party, pal, as we say. Najee Harris, you have been an awful first-round pick. Awful. But you got it done this time. Two touchdowns, 90 yards on the ground, about 27 fantasy. So Pollard, Pirine, and Harris leading the way there. Let's get to our wide receive. And we've been saying the top always rise to the top. 
Devonta Adams, what a game, especially in the overtime with that ridiculous cut move. 141 yards, two touchdowns, around 37 fantasy. And then my boy Josh Palmer, right. Mike Williams, another example of that. First play of the game, well, first play of his game, one reception, 15 yards, out for the game. Then Josh Palmer comes in, eight receptions, 106 yards, and two touchdowns. And then topping it off, Amari Cooper goes to Cleveland, has Brissett as the quarterback, but still getting the job done. Eight receptions, 113 yards, and two touchdowns. But we're going to finish it off with dessert. And that dessert are the two top tight ends. Look, he is who they said they were. (laughs) Travis Kelsey, we all watched it, 115 yards. Three touchdowns, about 38 fantasy, and George Kittle finally, finally, 84 yards and two touchdowns. So those two top tight ends rose to the top in week 11. And that's your top performer, Zach. Unbelievable. Yeah, the two tight ends finally get to the uh, to the spot where uh, we all wanted them uh, to get to, and that's why you drafted him probably pretty early in your league, especially Kelsey, too. My goodness. What a, what a year he's having, to be honest, when you look at, at a comparison to all the other tight ends around the yeah, entire Zach, league. He, Kelsey, to give everyone an idea, let's go with 200 fantasy points. Okay. The next guy, 110, Jeez. which is Mark Andrews, who missed a game, and then TJ Hawkins. The difference... Between Kelsey and the field is astronomic. Yep. Where he actually is justifying an early second round pick because that is just so many more fantasy points in one position. It's just insane. So Kelsey is exactly who they said they were as my you know my Dennis Green imitation. <laughs> I like it. That's good. We are who they thought they were. Like you could have just screamed that out there real quick. All right, real quick before we go to the break because of the th- uh, Thanksgiving Day games. Um, give me a little uh, sneak preview, a little appetizer of what you like in those games, um, player-wise, and then we'll take our first break and get the yes or no's coming up in the next segment. But give me a little Thanksgiving slate, who to start, who to sit. Well, they're definitely starting your bills, okay, at the Lions. Uh, the Lions given up a lot of points. So, look, Josh Allen, let's move on. Obviously, you're starting him. Diggs, you're starting him. Now, Gabriel Davis is a player who's been up and down. He, he sure has. blows up or he's extremely modest with his numbers. I'm going to tell you right now, you're starting Gabe Davis, okay? It's Thanksgiving. He's going to have himself a bomb touchdown. Uh, based on your tight end, Knox is a player that you can start or you could give or you could leave it alone based on who you who you have on your team. In the Giants Cowboys game, look, we discussed that that's Saquon Barkley all day. And honestly, after that, I don't need to start any more Giants. Uh, in terms of the Cowboys, that's easy, okay? Uh, you got your both your running backs. If you have to start Ezekiel, Fine, I don't love it. But Pollard's a must-start. C.D. Lamb's a must-start. And Dak Prescott, for the most part, is a must-start. Going into the last one, Stevenson's my guy on the Patriots. Myers in a PPR league, fine if you have to start him. Then the Vikings, you start all of them, okay? You got Cook. You got Cousins. You got Jefferson, obviously. Now, the question is, do you start T.J. Hawkins or not? Mm. He is the number three overall tight end. So it's hard for me to find you do better. Because, by the way, number four is Goddard, out for the year. Number six is Ertz, out for the year. And Taysom Hill is the fifth, which is just shows how pathetic that possession is. (laughs) Right. And so that's the players you're going to start on Thanksgiving. Don't. Listen, don't force it because I know you want to watch your players so badly. You still have Sunday, so don't make any bad errors because you know you're going to be sitting in front of a TV. Right, exactly. That's exactly what you're going to be doing. Don't do. Don't overthink it. Just keep eating. Don't overthink it at that point. Just, just keep just eating. Just eat it. Right. Just eat it. Right. At we that know point. Yankovic Roku channel highly recommended. <laughs> There you go. All right, that's the nose. I'm Zach. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at beautiful Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Let's take a break. We'll come back with yes or nose right after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, back here for Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. A happy Thanksgiving out there to the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, Ari and Erica and their families and all the families at Tropical Chevrolet for supporting our show here every single year. Zach and the Nose brought to you always by Tropical Chevrolet. It's time now for the world-famous segment, the award-winning segment, Yes or Nose. Everyone loves it, or at least I'd like to think that at this point. So we're going to play some music here and get to one of the best segments we have here, Yes or Nose. All right, yes or no's consists of 10 questions. And you already know when we do holiday versions that there's going to be something at the end that me and those do not agree on, although he's been doing better this year than any other year uh, with these uh, yes or no's. But I'll ask him nine fantasy football questions and then a life question, which happens to deal with Thanksgiving Day. Not just food knows. There's a tease there. Not just food. How about that? I'm shocked. I know you are. Yeah, you have me stunned. I, that's the whole point of this segment, just in general. But let's start with some fantasy football questions here. Uh, I will ask those nine of them, like I said, and then a life question for him. First one, Joe Mixon seems concussed. Do you have to go out there and grab Jumanji Pirine as a handcuff or no? <laughs> yes, of course you do. Did you see what this guy did last week? Three different touchdowns? So, yes, you must get him. Listen, we won't know right now. We are Tuesday, and we are taping on a Tuesday, so we don't know the extent of the concussion. But if Mixon is out, Perrine is a must-start. Yeah, no, that's that was a great. If you had had him somehow in your lineup last week, I don't know why you would, but my goodness, I would. That's the Joe Mixon game from a couple weeks ago when I had fifty points on just about all my teams. He was, I thought he was on his way there at that point as well. Question number two for you, knows Matt Stafford seems concussed. Also, if you need a quarterback and you are desperate, is it worth picking up Bryce Perkins, who may start for the LA Rams? Yes or nose? <laughs> nose, and not just that bench. Everybody, listen, Allen Robinson, not startable if Perkins is the quarterback. The bottom line is we are shading the entire situation over there. All right, be very clear on that. So the Rams, we don't want to start any offensive players if Perkins is there. That's as simple as that. Yeah, it just seems easy, right? I mean, I saw what might be happening there in L.A., and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Not just are they 3-7 and seven are basically out. The season is over for that team right now. All right, question number three. You loved Devin Singletary a couple weeks ago. I'll tell you who's the real deal, though. James Bleepin' Cook. Yes or no's? Yes, we think he's the real deal. 
that being said, no, we're not going to stop. Yeah, listen. It's Devin Singletary's job. That game yet last week was a perfect for Cook to get runs. They were killing the clock. But overall, there's a very good chance he could have like 35 yards and no touchdown. That does not get the job done. Singletary's the starter there. I like the future for Cooks. I don't like him this week. Yeah. Uh, this one is, is one that hits me and you right in the heart. I know that you're going to feel it right away. The way Atlanta used Kyle Pitts and now on IR, his season has been one of the most disappointing in fantasy history. Yes or no's? Yes. <laughs> it's extremely disappointing. He's a 6-4 frame, runs a 4-4, and the Falcons never used him. And then he tears the MCL and he's out for the year. Uh, listen, if you're the Falcons offensive coordinator, you should be fired. That's how I see this. And they're still 5-6 and six and still fighting for this, but they uh, lost a huge piece to the puzzle. He was a keeper in leagues. He was a guy that was going in the third round as that next major tight end. Huge bust. All right, well, here we go. A little uh, a pop-up question from that. It's like a, a 4B. Drake London, is he going to be a better uh, start this week, uh, not only in just daily, but for your uh, normal fa- fantasy team? Yes or no's? Better? Yes. <laughs> Look, it's just more targets. Kyle Pitts is gone. They are going to throw to the ball to him more if they are smart. The bottom line is, I don't think they're smart. But is the opportunity there against the Commanders? Yes. All right, I like this one. Is Traylon Burks from the Titans worth a grab off the wire if he's still available? Let me get this very clear. Yes! Great question by you. Burks looks great. Seven catches for 111 yards. He is now the number one player that uh, Tenniel's throwing the ball to at home versus the Bengals. It's a sexy matchup. Burks is a pick him up. And start them. I like that right there. Uh, okay, so this is a Turkey Day kind of question for you as well. Vikings all over. That entire offense going to have a bounce back fantasy Turkey Day. Yes or no's? Yes. Against Bill Check's defense, nonetheless. Look, the bottom line is the Jets offense, who were playing against the Patriots last week, we all saw it. Zach Wilson don't have it, right? But Cousins... Ooh, a night game. He's so not good on the night games. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I like her Cousins. I like the comeback. I like Jefferson. I like Hawkinson. And I like Cook. So start those players. I expect the Vikings to score 28-plus points. All right. Here's one for Jet fans out there. If you do have him as quarterback, by the way, I almost feel bad for your team at this point. You, you should almost be, you could be in my league next year. If Zach Wilson gets benched, is Mike White a suitable starter this week in fantasy if you're in a two-quarterback league? Are you trying to give me a layup? No! No! <laughs> God, no. Although, I remember you bringing up a memory since we're live on this question right now. Mike White came in like last year and had one game where he had five touchdowns. Right. That's not going to be the case. Okay, so we're going to keep Mike White and mostly all of those Jets wide receiver on the bench. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know who's going to start for this team. It could be Flacco, it could be White, it could even be Zach Wilson by the it's time going to be Zach over. Wilson. You think? You think so? I do. Huh? All right. I do. All right. All right. All right. Question number eight here: Christian Kirk is a sneaky top ten wide receiver start this week. Yes or no?s Yes, he's always a sneaky little player. The bottom line is, at home, should be really good weather against the Ravens secondary, who has been giving up some fantasy uh, yards. So. Christian Kirk is a sneaky top 10 wide receiver? Yes. I'll give it to you. I like that one. All right, last fantasy football question before we get to the Turkey Day stuff. Is Chris Godwin a better wide receiver start for the Bucks than Mike Evans? Yes or no's? No's. I'm still giving Mike Evans the edge. You know, I still like, I like both of them week in and week out, but the real question is, is Tom Brady able to get those boys the boy uh, the ball? Excuse me. I do like Mike Evans more. He's the big player. He's the red zone threat. So Mike Evans slightly over Chris Godwin. All right. Those are the nine fantasy football questions for yes or no's. Now we get to the fun stuff. That's right. The stuff that we do not agree on all the time. But we will see how nose does here in this four-part Turkey Day edition of yes or no's that's right four parts to this 
that you must get. Uh, all you know, you, you got to get better than fifty percent here. Uh, but we'll start off with this one. This might be a layup, but we'll see. Turkey Day food must-haves. Name five of them, including turkey. Turkey can be one of them. Sure. All right, we're gonna go with the turkey because it is Thanksgiving. Right. You have to have the stuffing. Okay, that's one. Ooh, let's go over this. Man, I, I know I choked last year, but I love a great mac and cheese. I love a sweet potato pie. The mashed potatoes are a must. What number I on right now? Help me out. I think that's, uh, I think you got the five right there. Uh, am I done? I mean, is, are you done? You tell me. Look. Is that your I five? Love, I'm adding, because it is sneaky, my favorite thing, a homemade cranberry sauce is fire. Because not just that, it's the next day when you have that fresh bread and you make that sandwich and that cranberry sauce is like my mayonnaise, right? I smear it, then a little uh, mashed potatoes, a little stuffing, a little turkey, gravy on top. Bam, the best food in the world is on the Friday lunch. Or if you're me, there might be a late night sandwich on Thursday. We'll see. All right. Well, that was pretty good answers. Not great, but pretty good oh, answers at this point. Turkey, obviously, is a must. Stuffing is definitely a must. Those are on there. Did you say mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes? Well, both. But okay, I did no, that, say mashed. You can take both. Okay, mashed potatoes is the right answer there as well. I also have on my list some sort of cranberry concoction because my mom makes like a cranberry salad. And as long as you have something sort of like that, and I think that we're basically on the same page that's there. That's for me. Right, that's, that would work for you there. You got four out of five right. What you missed, is, and just I can't believe you missed it, a green bean casserole. Without a green bean casserole, I'm just not sure you could call it a Thanksgiving Day dinner. Um, and mac and cheese did not make my list. Matt, so for you, you switch the mac and cheese, because that could be any other night. Right. And it's a green bean casserole. And if you're making it with the cream of mushroom soup in that, of course. I could agree with it. Yeah, it has to have the cream the uh, cream of mushroom. It has to have the, the French fried onions in there as well. well at mean, some point. Come on. Right. You have to have that in there. So those are my five. Turkey stuffing, green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, some sort of cranberry concoction. I actually wrote that out. Cranberry concoction. I have that on there. Okay, so that's question number one. Not bad. You got four out of five right there. You didn't have green bean casserole. So you, you get two points off for that because that's my favorite. Uh, the next one is... Turkey Day food, meh. Like, you could have it on, on Thanksgiving Day or not. Not the biggest deal. I only have two on my list. Uh, and you already named one of the mac and cheese was one. I have one other on my list that a lot of people have to have at their Thanksgiving Day kind of family functions. And it's just meh to me because you could have it any day of the week. Is there another food? And you can name a couple because I didn't say you had to have one, two, three, or four. I only have two on mine. Mac and cheese is one. I have one other. Let's see what yours are. I don't care what your list is. For me, the sweet potato yams or sweet potato casserole or whatever sweet potato, it just doesn't fit on my plate. Okay? So for me, it's yams. That's my answer. Okay. Uh, now, sweet potato or yams would have been sixth on my list of must-haves on there, so that didn't work there. What The the, the meh food for me was mac and cheese, and honestly, and whether people like this or not, cornbread. Everyone says you have to have some sort of cornbread or cornbread this or cornbread that. You can have it with barbecue food any day of the week, and it works out fine there as well. I don't necessarily need to have it on Thanksgiving Day. So the right answers are mac and cheese and cornbread at that point. I didn't have sweet potatoes or that sweet potato. I make yams and marshmallows. That's six. That has to be as on the As Chris Rock said, cornbread... Ain't nothing wrong with that, baby. I disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, cornbread's good. You just don't have to have it on Thanksgiving Day. If it's not on the table Thanksgiving Day, I don't think it's a big deal because guess what? The week after, we got go out in there and get barbecue ribs and some burnt ends and have cornbread, and it's the same damn thing. And that's where it's when you put it like When you put it like that, right? you're, you're making some sense right well, now. I mean, I, 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 it's the right answer. That's why I'm making sense. That's just why. don't be hating on cornbread. That's what I'm saying. Not hating yeah. on cornbread. Just don't need it on Thanksgiving Day. That's it. That, that's a, you need stuffing on Thanksgiving Day. You're not going to eat stuffing on a Wednesday night. You're not going to eat green bean casserole on a, you know, a Tuesday night on a Taco Tuesday. And the cranberry concoction, you're not going to have that on a random night of the week. That's where it tastes the best on Thanksgiving Day. All right, two questions in, two questions to go. This is where we normally have our biggest uh, fights or whatnot. Turkey Day desserts. 
I've got four on here that are must-haves on Turkey Day in some sort of capacity. If you only do two uh, at your house, that's fine, but there are four options, on four right answers. Let me put that, not options. Four right answers. Let's see how close you get. I want you to try to name four, and let's see how close we get. Am I naming my four, or am I naming the four that I think you like? Well, it's the four right answers, so you just, whatever way you want to look at. <laughs> so you you got apple pie on there, because I know you. That's no, that's it. And it makes sense. It's American. Nothing more American than American pie. Uh, excuse me, than apple pie. Right. But it's not on my list. Okay. All right. Look, we're in South Florida. I have to have key lime pie. Okay. So that for me is a must. You have your apple pie. You have your key lime pie. Man, after that, I'm struggling right now. That's, that's my two major desserts. Okay. So let me give you a tease on one of them. You convinced me last year on this show, or two years ago on this show, that this is a must-have kind of dessert that you have to have on Thanksgiving Day. That's the only tease I'm going to give you. And I'm blanking out on it? Yeah, you're blanking out on it. You're the one who told me, if you haven't tried it yet, you're missing out. Man, I don't know. Help me out here. Is it Tell a pie? Me it's a pie. There are two more pies left on my yeah, list. Yeah, it's, like it's like the crack pie, right? The all-sugar pie. Um, <laughs> I'm totally blanking because my mother-in-law makes it amazing. Uh, help me out. What's it start with? Uh, with a C. All right. Give it to me. What is it? Are killing me? It's a chocolate pecan pie. Oh, my God. The chocolate pecan Not with the... With, with the chocolate. Right. Chocolate pecan pie. You, you told me. You convinced me to try it. I did try I did. it. And now it's a must-have at the, at the house. Listen, this is live show. I do not get these questions up front. No, you do not. No, right you do now. not. Yeah. Right, right, right. That, that filling on a chocolate oh. pecan pie, I could take those pecans off the top and I could take the crust out and just scoop the middle with my yes. fingers and eat it like a child. Correct. Like a three-year-old. So good. Mm -hmm. There's one left on there. I don't necessarily like it, but it's got to be at every turkey day kind of dessert platter. Can you guess it? Is it the sweet potato pie? Is that, that is, a dessert? It is oh, no. Not. It's pumpkin pie. Correct. Pumpkin all pie right. would be the right answer there. Nose, uh, at th question number three, you, you nailed all four. The four pies you need to have, key lime pie, chocolate pecan pie, apple pie, and pumpkin pie. I took one point away because you forgot about the, the pie that you told me I had to have, so you got one point off there, but not bad for question number three here. Last one here, and this is more of a uh, if you're a host uh, of a party, but... It also could be if you're going to somebody's party. Turkey Day, amount of time at a house for a guest needs to be capped at what? Ooh. Family or not? It's capped at me at four hours. Like, like if you get out of my house. Right? Okay, okay. I was going to say, you know, for me, a four to eight is perfect if you're hosting. But remember... The football starts at 12.30, so for me, ideally, I watch that, if I'm not hosting, I watch that home, uh, that 12.30 game. When it ends, I go to Mama Milheiser's house, mm -hmm. and then right in time for the 4 o'clock game, 4 o'clock till 8 o'clock, that's when probably the liquor settles in, the turkey settles in, we're very tired, at 8 o'clock, get out. And then you get home for that last game. All right, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you credit for that because I put five hour max. Like five hours is the max. That's a long time. I know because, and that's why I say max because a lot of people don't will not stay for that full five hours. But I figure I'm doing early this year at my house, and I told everybody that we're gonna eat like the kind of we're almost doing like a a liner. We're not doing a full dinner. We're doing like a liner. We're gonna be eating when that four o'clock game kind of starts. The pl the plates are gonna be made. Like 3.30, 4 o'clock, we're having that. And I told everyone to be there around 12. I expect everyone to be out of my house by 5 o'clock. Well, you do it really early. Yeah, we're doing an early one. Yeah, That's I got an early hit. Okay, yeah. so for me, it's like get there around 4, eat around the halftime. You see, notice everything's based around football. Of course it is. So, right. Yeah, it's America. Right. So we uh, we get there at 4, we leave at 8. That's, that's the... Go-to move for me. Okay, that's the right answer also. I'm going to give you credit for that. Anywhere between four and five is fine. If you would have answered like seven or eight, I would have hung up on you at that point because the, that the is liquor, way too the long. drama, right. whatever that drug is in Turkey. Right. You put uh, it tryptophan. all together. Tryptophan is the Trypt word. Yeah. Listen, that's the drama could come out a little after four hours. So you got to keep it nice, sweet, tight, and get out happy. Right. Liquor, tryptophan, and chocolate pecan pie does not mix all together, so you got to be careful with that as well. All right, that was Yes or No's Turkey Day Edition. Knows you did pretty good. Not great, uh, but pretty good. Normally you do terrible, but I'm gonna, you, did, you did better this year.
Thank you. Yeah, you did. You did. I mean, listen, you're such a hard critic on me. It's very, very difficult. It's not really being a critic. I just have the right answers, and sometimes you don't. That's really what it comes down to at that point. All right, let's take. You are never wrong. Never. It's impossible for me to be wrong because I am the host of the show, one of the hosts at least. All right, this is Zach. Well, that's why it's Zach and the Nose, but except Zach, I have the answers first. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at beautiful tropical Chevrolet here in Miami Shores. We're going to take a break. We're going to wrap things up. We got the sniff test. We got the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week coming up right after this. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, back here to wrap things up. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Remember, we are taping this earlier on Tuesday to play Tuesday night, so if any breaking news comes out in the middle of the day, just blame our program director, Len, for making us tape this and not do this live on Tuesday night. Love you, Len. And a big shout-out to Tropical Chevrolet, the king and queen. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your families. All there at Tropical Chevrolet, Ariane, Erica. We uh, love them for always having our back and supporting us every single year at Zach and the Nose Fantasy football show the nose is on the other end follow him on twitter at spencer nose n-o-s-e nose real quickly i just want to go over this before we get some information from you which i think is going to be very very helpful to a lot of people out there thursday slate of games bills and lions that's a 12-30 kickoff to start off your Turkey Day. Giants and Cowboys, 4-30 that day as well. The nightcap, Patriots and Vikings is an 8-20 kickoff there. The Sunday slate of games, the Texans and the Miami Dolphins. That's one of the 1 o'clock games. Bucks and Browns, Bengals and Titans, Bears and Jets, Falcons and Commanders, Broncos and Panthers, Ravens and Jaguars. That's your 1 o'clock slate. The 4 o'clock slate, the Chargers and Cardinals, Raiders and Seahawks, Rams and Chiefs, Saints and 49ers. And on Sunday night football, the Eagles and the Packers and to cap everything off on Monday, the Steelers and the Colts in the worst game of the week on Monday night football. That's a really bad Monday night football game, by the way. Nose, good God. Steelers and Colts. Ugh. It's it's bad. I mean, look, the Steelers offense is so stagnant and the Colts have, well, they have two guys you can start. You know, Taylor's now trending upward finally. And Michael Pittman Jr. is such a talent. But overall, yeah, it's a pretty muddy game. Yeah, it's a pretty bad game out there as well. All right, before we get to the sniff test, I know Nose was telling me uh, during the break uh, of taping the show that the trade deadlines are coming up for a lot of uh, leagues out there right now. So I wanted to get a little information from Nose out there. If you are looking to make that trade, if you're in one of the top tiers of your league or the bottom trying to move your way up, Nose has a little bit of information for you on the trade deadline. Hit it, Nose. So look, the bottom line is this. I can't break down each team and every league is different. But at the end of the day, you always try to get better. Okay, if you're one of those top teams and you have players on your bench that are really legitimate starters, this is where I thin it out just a little bit. Okay, I make sure I have backups. But if you have one of those diesel teams because you had one of the best drafts ever, don't just sit there, okay? Look at your team. See where you can improve and try to make a trade. And we just mentioned a player. The number one pick in fantasy was Jonathan Taylor. Okay. He has been pretty darn bad. But in the last two weeks, 22 rushes in week 10, 147 yards, 28 fantasy. Week 11, 22 rush yards, only 84 yards. But he got a touchdown. It's around 17 fantasy. Mm. He's trending upwards, and a lot of players, excuse me, a lot of teams that have him did not have necessarily a good start who might be trying to still fight their way into the playoffs. So what do you do? Look at a team that has Jonathan Taylor and make a trade that makes sense for them. Okay, don't make a low ball offer. Make a trade that they are upgrading in multiple positions 
and try to get yourself a Jonathan Taylor to give yourself that ridiculous lineup that gives you the best chance of making a huge run in the playoffs. Right. At the wide receiver you know, position, example, you know, T. Higgins has been really, really good because Jamar Chase is out. Okay, well, let me tell you a secret. Jamar Chase is coming back this week. Higgins will be good, but not great. He's a player that I would try to sell right now also for a player that you, you know, a position that you need. So look at players that are trending in certain directions and try to make a trade that will get you into the playoffs or if you're already on the top, that will help you win your league. There are win-win trades out there, okay? Go find them right now. Be active. Get on the message boards and try to improve your teams. And if you have any questions in your your particular league, excuse me, uh, tweet at me at Spencer Knows, N-O-S-E, and let's work on it, okay? But this is the ultimate trade season because most trade deadlines are this week or next week. Do not sit there and remain stagnant. Try to get better. Always. The nose has spoken on the trade trade deadline right then and there. All right, let's get to the sniff test, and then we'll get to the tight end pick of the week, the nose pick of the week, and we'll wrap things up here on Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show with the sniff test. The nose gets to look around the league at quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers, some that he likes, some that he doesn't. If they pass the sniff test, then they'll get on the first part of the segment. If they fail the sniff test, they'll get on the second part of the segment. Let's start with that quarterback position nose. Let's start with players that pass the sniff test. And like I said, let's start with the, the gunslingers out there, the quarterbacks, the ones that pass the sniff test. Tua. Wow. Tua. I mean, it's a little obvious, but I just love saying it for this radio show, for this radio station, for this city. Tua has become a must start this week at home versus Houston. Huge favorites. Waddle and Hill healthy. Get him in your lineup, everybody. He's going to have a huge day, and the nose will be live for it as well, so I can't wait to see it. Uh, next, Geno Smith versus the Raiders. I cannot wow. believe we have reached uh, week 12, Yep. and I'm recommending a guy named Geno Smith. Wow, because let me tell you something. Everyone smokes the Raiders' D. So, Geno Smith, if you have DK Metcalf, if you have Tyler Lockett, get him in your lineups. Love that matchup. And finally, Justin Herbert, finally playing ball. He's playing Zona this week. I don't know if you guys watched the game last night, uh, but what Jimmy G did to the Zona D, enough said. Justin Herbert's going to be just fine. He's got Keenan Allen back, and Josh Palmer plugs right in for Mike Williams, and Herbert will have a big day. All right, Justin Herbert, Geno Smith, and Tua quarterbacks that pass the sniff test for week 12 here of the fantasy season. Let's get to that wide receiver, I mean, the running back position. Excuse me. Week 12 running backs that pass the sniff test. Well, let me tell you right now, if Joe Mixon is out, Samaj Perrine is in. This is what we call plug and play versus the Titans. So if he is named the starter because Mixon doesn't pass the protocol of the concussions, you must start Perrine. Okay, so pick him up this week if you have Mixon, if you don't have it, and wait on that report. Because if Mixon's out, uh, out excuse me, you're must starting him. If Mixon is in, then you do not start him. It's that simple. Yeah, easy easy Tuesday, pick up though. there. No, you're right. And I, I get that there, too, because like we said, we're taping the show on a Tuesday uh, to play Tuesday night. You never know what's going to end up happening, but... That's a, that that that's the kind of the caveat with that right there. But I picked him up. Well, I have Mixon on my team, and I picked him up just in case. So I did exactly that. Totally good job by you. You know what you're doing. <laughs> you know sometimes you're on a radio show yeah. for fantasy yeah. Until, yeah. You, until you take Antonio Gibson five times. Oh. Onward we go, Josh Jacobs. Okay, look, top five guy all year, up and down. He's a must start, and we'll have a big game against Seattle. And then Miles Sanders on Sunday night football at home versus the Packers. Eagles coming off a, a win. It was a squeaky win. They came off a week, a loss a week prior to that. Miles Sanders and establishing the run will happen at home versus the Pack. So he's a must start for you. All right. Jumanji Perrine, Josh Jacobs, and Miles Sanders running backs that passed the Week 12 sniff test. Let's get to that wide receiver position and give me a couple here you love that for Week 12 passed the sniff test. 
highs and lows with this player, but DJ Moore, I'm betting on this week versus the Broncos. It's just called a gut pick. He has a game, game one, one every three. Well, he's due. I got Chris Godwin having a really good game. You asked me earlier, Mike Evans versus Godwin. Right. I still lean Evans, but I got Godwin having a great game as well. And just mentioned, I love the Chargers offense. Four o'clock at the Cardinals. There's going to be no weather situation. Josh Palmer becoming a huge target and a rapport between him and Herbert that is very real. With Mike Williams likely going to be sitting out, I got Palmer versus the Cards as a must start. All right, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, Josh Palmer, wide receivers for Week 12 that passed the sniff test. Now that we have all those players that passed the sniff test, we got to get a whole bunch of players that fail the sniff test as well. Nose, let's start with that quarterback position. Week 12, give me a couple of quarterbacks that failed the sniff test. Kenny Pickett versus the Colts on Monday Night Football. He is not ready. Uh, I'm done with him. So... If you're starting him on Monday Night Football versus the Colts, you're very desperate, or you're in a two-quarterback league and you have no other options. Uh, a. Ron Rodgers at the Eagles, Darius Slay, Sunday Night Football, not my play. And I'm going against Derek Carr this week at Seattle. Please leave him on your bench. Kenny Pickett, A.A. Ron Rodgers, and Derek Carr, quarterbacks that failed the sniff test. Let's get to that running back position, Nose. Give me a couple for Week 12 that failed the sniff test. We're actually going to do the running backs and the wide receivers by team. So Ooh. I'm going to just run through both of them if you don't mind. Okay, the running backs. You are not starting any Broncos running backs at the Panthers. She's not doing it. Okay, they have so many heads there. I don't care if Chad Emmons got hurt. Absolutely not. The Rams, what a disaster oh, this team. Oh, God. Zach. Oh, Zach. God. Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson, doesn't even matter. I think Perkins might lead the rushing attack for this team. I would and pick up Eric Dickerson for this week. If I were the Rams, I'd just pick up Eric Dickerson this week. I prefer Marshall Falk. Oh, you did it. Hey, look, I won up to you. It's fine. Right. Even though Dickerson. Stuck. Solid, right. Yeah. And then, look, the Panthers running backs, Foreman came back to, you know, earth. Chubba Hubba Bubba, uh, Blackshear. They, they have a bunch of guys that I would not start because they all take away each other's stats. It's not a good play. All right. And at the wide receiver position. Oh, yeah. Hit, hit him through. Go. Yeah, well, look. I'm not starting any Patriots wide receivers on Thursday, okay? I don't like any of them. And to be honest with you, I'm not starting any Giants wide receivers. You are really putting a huge risk if you're starting Darius Slayton, okay? Because... You don't want to go into Sunday with three fantasy points from your wide receiver. So stop the temptation both on Thursday. Giants and Patriots do not start any of those guys. And a very unpopular pick, and I'm still reverse jinxing it. I don't think you should start any Broncos wide receivers, including the nose pick of the year. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Russell Wilson is not getting the job done. He doesn't throw touchdowns. So why do you start a wide receiver for them? It's embarrassing how bad. Let's, let's ride Broncos country. I'm very worried about that guy in general. I don't know if he could be playing next year, but <laughs> the bottom line is no Broncos wide receivers, Giants, or Patriots. All right, no Broncos running backs, no Rams running backs, no Panthers running backs as well. That'll do it for week 12 of the sniff test, which brings us to the end of the show, which means we're going to get two big picks here from the nose. Let's start with the tight end pick of the week. Nose, the mic is yours. Man, the tight end position in general, we went over it earlier. It's Kelsey and everybody else. So picking this player has been brutal. But I'm going on an upside play right here. Big target for the Heineken, man. Logan Thomas of the Washington Redskins. I don't care what their name is. They're the Redskins to me, okay? <laughs> Last week, five receptions for 65 yards. I'm betting he finds the end zone against the Falcons. So if you need a new fresh start at the tight end position, and a lot of you do, I recommend Logan Thomas. Excuse me, Thomas, tight end pick of the week. I like it. I like it. Uh, all right, so we got to wrap things up here in a turkey day. A turkey day broadcast for us, basically week 12 in the NFL and fantasy football. I'm excited to hear this. The week 12 turkey day special 
Nose Pick of the Week. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Nose Pick of the Week. We are going with a rookie. Out of all things, a rookie wide receiver. You mentioned him early on Yes or No's, which blew my mind. The rookie from the Arkansas Razorbacks. Wow. Traylon Burks, Tennessee Titans. What a game last week. Pick him up and start him. Listen, last week, seven receptions, 111 yards. Really great game. This is the rapport. It's not Bobby Trees, okay? And they're going to go hard against Derrick Henry, okay? They being the Bengals. The Bengals give up a lot of yards in the air. This is the Traylon Burks show, and we're all calling it out on this show. Traylon Burks, huge game. Week 12, nose pick of the week. That is awesome stuff. Great stuff from the nose, as always. If you need a question or something answered from him, follow him on Twitter at SpencerNose, N-O-S-E. I am Zach Krantz from the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. We thank you for listening tonight to the Nightcap edition of Zach and the Nose. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a great Thanksgiving to everyone out there. That love and support, we always do appreciate it. Have a great week in fantasy this week, unless you're playing me. Peace. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.